When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Tuesday, March 8th, and I'll just start off the podcast by saying uh, there is no chart that I'm looking at other than um, some of the crazy ones, which I will bring up. Um, I've been inspired to bring up smaller, smaller cap stocks, these penny stocks, two of them in particular that I've been looking at because when I look at these charts, and and for instance, just um, Bank of America, I was looking at, and I'm like, ooh, maybe I should recommend this one. Well, the MACD is kind of crossing down. We're not in a sell because um, the MACD, we just, we're not in a buy. We're not in a sell. There's gaps here between 41 and 42. There's another gap here at 44 um, with pennies. We just had a death cross on the 50-day under the, the 200 um you look at something like you know apple uh, we'll talk about this one actually maybe i'll just start out with this one apple is having their event today they're supposedly going to announce a 5g uh se phone uh they're going to announce uh some additional computers maybe some different colors there might be some uh, uh surprises in here but this chart is just horrendous you've got uh right now in the um, the algo, you're not quite at the 200 day. It's, it's kind of using, it just broke the 200 day in the last uh, day on Friday um, to lose support. And, you know, it, February 24th, which was the lows, you've got this candlestick going down to 152. And I think you're heading down there again. Uh, honestly, I think, you know, once you break 150, you load up on Apple. The RSI is at 36. And again, this is a four hour chart. So, when I'm looking at this, it's ugly. When you're looking at Google, it's ugly. When you're looking at the ARCs, they're ugly. Um, when you're looking at e even Best Buy, ugly chart. It's going to be up at 1.2% today in pre-market. Um, DraftKings was down 10% yesterday. Uh, Ethereum, GBTC, it's all ugly. Google's going to be up 2% today. They announced a, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, GOGL is up 2%, but Google is going to be up today slightly. They announced a, um, a purchase, but Apple is here. You know, let's continue talking about Apple. Just the chart looks ugly. Uh, I again, I say nibble on it, use it to your advantage. Um, I don't know where this market is necessarily going. There was an interesting uh, quote yesterday. I, I heard from Joe Terranova on CNBC, and I'll, I'll look on Twitter to see if I can find it. But um, since 1932, there were 33 election mid-cycle election years where the executive um, branch held of one party held at least one of the houses um, or both of the houses. I'm sorry. Yeah, both of the houses. And in those years, only one year was June to December down, uh, meaning that we, we had up markets from June to December in almost all of the years that that's happened. Well, this is a mid-election cycle. 
the Democrats hold both the Senate by a slight majority, um, which is a tie, and the House. Um, and so you've got these these kind of political headwinds here. And so the, the real question is, since we think that the second half of this year is going to be up, um, are we going to see some type of, um, well, where are we going to end this? So meaning, do we, and sorry about that, dogs needed to be let in, but um, hopefully I edited this out effectively. Where, to go back, we think June to, to December is going to be up. But the real question is, from now until June, where do we go? It's great if it's up, but if we lose another 15%, and there were two charts I posted of the triple Qs yesterday. Um, one was a weekly, one was a daily. If the weekly is right, we still have 20% down. If the daily is right, we may have as much as 15% down. And again, I'm no ex uh, uh, expert on charting. It just makes it look like the last time the RSI was here, we bounced off the 200 day. And if the 200 day is actually um, on the daily or the on, on the weekly meeting, um, do we have that much further to go? And the last time the RSI was this low was March of 2020, the COVID lows. Are we heading back there? Because if we go back there, we're in severe trouble. So where do you invest in this market? Um, a lot of people are saying, hey, just hold cash. Make sure that you're you're trimming some of your winnings, take some of your losses, do some tax loss harvesting. Um, yesterday, just so you know, I, I reviewed my oxy trade. I bought at the absolute day high at 63. It traded all the way down to 53. Didn't have a stop loss on it. Didn't want to watch it. Came back. Um, kind of upset about that one. I, I'm holding it because I do think that oxy is a good one. I'll probably pour more money into it just to dollar cost average. It's an expensive stock. I don't mind holding it. Again, Warren Buffett put $5 billion into it. He bought it at a much lower price than I did. Um, so I've had two bad trades, Morgan Stanley and uh, and this one where I just bought it the highs. And, uh, thankfully, they're, they're not enormous. They're not gonna kill my, my portfolio. But uh, one of the other things that the indicators that you're looking at that's ugly is the spread between the two-year and the 10-year bond. That's at its lowest rate since the COVID crisis as well. It indicates a broken market. So when the Fed starts raising interest rates, you're going to see some compression. And yesterday, I think I mentioned this in the podcast. Hopefully I mentioned it in the podcast. But um, it, the future, essentially the oil prices have caused several banks to bring down their expectation of the S&P. That earnings expectation that they're bringing down indicates that uh, the S&P is going to end the year not at 5,000, at around 4,800. Well, we still have some upside to go if that's the case, but do we get down to 4,000? Do we break down to 3,800? Uh, if oil prices stay at this level and inflation stays at this level, we may not even get to 4,800. That may just be the earnings expectation, but again, if oil prices are taking this all out, we may never get there. Um, so what I was seeing in the market yesterday is that buyers just were not coming in. And I'm seeing it again today. I'm seeing the futures are, are implied slightly down. Um, uh, they were up. They're all over the place, but buyers just aren't showing up. And 
Um, the, the NASDAQ is officially in, in bear market. It's 23% down from its highs. Um, UCO, uh, so you know the oil, had a stellar day again. It, it's going to have a stellar day again today. It's trading in the pre-market at 194. It closed at 187. Um, at some point, you're going to see SCO kind of wind up uh, in, in the pre-market or you know, in one of these markets. It looks like there's some, some volume support from the last two days around 184. So volume probably just hasn't shown up in the UCO uh, trade yet, but I don't expect this one to be down. Um, you know, I, nickel. So, you know, we talked about commodities trades. Nickel trading in London was suspended. Uh, they're in the middle of a short squeeze. They can't open it up. Uh, they're afraid of brokerages actually going bankrupt due to this. Um, and FYI, Russia is the largest supplier of nickel and nickel's key in um, EV manufacturing. So uh, natural gas is down 5%. Oil is up about 3%. Just saw an interview with the Hess CEO who said they need to, that the, um, the US and the IEA, which is the International Energy Agency, need to release 240 million barrels from the emergency reserves for the next two months. Um, essentially, what, you, what you're going to play is you're going to play UCO if for some reason they announce the Federal Reserve is going to release some things. That's just a temporary thing. You're going to temporarily play SEO. Uh, but until that happens, play UCO. Uh, oil's just going to continue to go up. There's, there, there's no way around it. Um, one of the things that I saw with natural gas, and you can use boil for this one, uh, I believe it should should continue to go. Um, but boil is is your natural gas ETF, uh, and one of the things that I heard on political um, speak uh, yesterday, and I'm not sure who said it, but Russia supplying Europe with natural gas. Russia is reluctant to block the import of Russian um, natural gas and oil because they're so reliant on it. Well, Russia may get pissed at some of the other sanctions and Russia may just shut off supplying Europe with natural gas. In my mind, cutting your nose off to spite your face, but Russia could do that. Russia's uh, Europe is already in a thousand percent year over year increase in the cost of natural gas per ton. Um, that would send it skyrocketing. Good news is you're almost done with winter. You don't necessarily need a lot of heating oil anymore. People won't go uh, uh, completely cold in, 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 in that part of the, of the world. So it, it could, you know, the timing of it could be a good thing. Um, so let's talk about one of the things that one of our uh the plays that i've done and i still hold some of this um i hold it at a loss right now but crowdstrike crwd a cybersecurity play that i played right as the russians invaded ukraine um it, it it's got its earnings on thursday uh i'm sorry tomorrow wednesday the chart is ugly i don't know what to do with this one um this is one where I think, you know, again, to my point before, the only charts that look good are energy, um, energy and commodities. That's it. But CRWD, you've got the nine day crossing under the 21. It's trading constantly under the 200 day. 
you've got an RSI that is at 37. Um, I don't see buyers showing up. Uh, this is just something that, you know, we saw a little bounce in this one. Um, I took some profits on it uh, in the past few days when it once it got up over 200. Um, you know, it, it, again, this one's ugly. When they announce earnings, do they announce earnings like Palo Alto? Palo Alto, P-A-N-W. Um, this chart is also ugly. It's not something that um, I would necessarily buy into uh, on the algorithm. Let's see, we are still a buy on this one, but the MACD just crossed under. Um, the nine day is heading towards the 21 day. The 50 day is moving towards the 200. It's still trading above the 200. It's been using, kind of floating around that 200 day. Um, I don't see buyers coming up, but I think CrowdStrike this afternoon will be a, or tomorrow afternoon will be a big one. Uh, so let's get to, again, I want to tell you wheat, W-E-A-T, corn, um, and some of those other palladium, P-A-L-L is one um, that's taken off. But wheat looks like, it still looks like a good chart. Um, this is a commodity that Russia provides a lot of. The RSI is at 84, so it's completely overbought. Um, there's some gaps here down below, about $8. It's trading at $12 right now. If you're looking at corn, C-O-R-N, um, this one is a uh, another one that should be going up. Um, I'm waiting for TrendSpider to pull it up. There we go. Th yeah, this is one that's on the rise. The chart looks good. Um, corn is exported from Russia, so they're going to have to find it from other places. So uh, supply is short. The RSI is at 69, which is crazy. The MACD is way up there. Uh, this one's trading at 26. Looks like it, it closed yesterday at about 26, so it's up slightly. Um, P-A-L-L, which is your palladium ETF. Um, this one is trading up even more. Um, this one is way above its 200-day, its 50-day, and it's just taken off. Um, it's trading right around the 9-day today. Um, it's not even close to the 50-day or the 21-day. The, the, the um, the, the uh, anchored VWAP is showing that uh, you're trading well above that. The RSI is at 80. Um, so these are all overbought stocks, but do we see them coming down? Who knows? Um, there's, there's two stocks that I want to kind of point out today. And I, I've been looking at them in short term because these are not long-term plays. These are 100% gambling plays. Um, but they've, they've actually been doing really well uh, and I've been inspired to get back into the gambling portion. But CEI, which is a Camber Energy, uh, which has been on some people's radars for a few weeks. And if you look at a, a, a 10-day chart of this, you can see it, it was trading at about 55 cents. And today it's about 140. So you've doubled your money. Um, just that was Friday. It was at 55 cents. It's just shot up unbelievably. And, and it's, it's it's not a it's a stock that's going to get delisted. It's it's in with this. Um, people are, are trading this one kind of on momentum. When I look at this one on a 10 day, uh, 15 minute chart, the volume shelf that I see is right at uh, 63 to 71 cents. Um, there's no way that this one deserves to be up here. There's a volume shelf building at about $1.13 to $1.17. 
and I see one popping out at about a dollar 33 but that's it pre-market this is trading at a dollar 43 uh mullen automotive m-u-l uh m-u-l-n this is one that uh does batteries and they're a um, ev company um uh, that that has just taken it on the chin of late uh but it has really you know in the past few days it's taken off it looks like on march 1st this one traded all the way up to two dollars and ten cents in a spike that was just crazy on one day um it looks like it's set to take off again it's trading at 119 uh it closed yesterday at 106 when you're talking about these energy stocks and again this is not making money neither one of these companies is making money so this isn't something that you stay into this is you grab a one minute chart and you kind of just roll the dice and when it loses its confirmation over there I, I believe it's the five day that i use for my um uh my my quick trading like this when it, it loses its confirmation under the five day you kind of take your profits um it might be a nine day i'm not sure i gotta look at the my setup on this one but um i do have a nine day a 20 day and a, a 200 day setup on the chart that i'm looking at and the bollinger bands are set up between 20 and 2. um but the macd there's nothing in this chart that tells me hey this is gonna go uh, right now mullen is trading at a dollar 20. so uh essentially in this market what i would do remember your portfolio and constantly look at rebalancing if you believe that we're going down further from here again dow is implying a, a a loss i don't see buyers showing up typically what happened in the past was the fed undercut all of this and they showed up to buy uh bonds and to buy uh equities and so that volume typically uh, boosted the market up and the quote-unquote buy the dip was available I don't see buy the dip available today um, and in the foreseeable future I just don't know what the catalyst is uh, for a, a higher market uh, you've got inflation going up you've got the Fed who's gonna raise interest rates you've got oil prices that are through the roof and not necessarily coming down because it will take six to eight months um, for any oil producer to actually uh, increase oil um, the Biden administration is talking to Saudi Arabia about potentially providing uh, more oil and drilling more. Um, that would be a welcome news and it would obviously bring prices down. That's the only catalyst that I see in bringing prices down and perhaps seeing um, an end to the market uh, downturn. But again, you just don't have anything uh, in my mind that that's kind of from now until June uh, pointing towards a... Uh, a catalyst that's up um some of the earnings you know we're through earnings season for the most part CrowdStrike is 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 gonna um gonna announce and one from yesterday uh the alta alta beauty which was a boomer favorite kramer um favorite uh they were down from 378 um 380 last week all the way down they're trading at 350 today or they closed at 350 they're going to open up around 350 um it's not going to be big the other one was docu docusign um and that's one that i particularly like it broke 100 yesterday um i, I again when it breaks that kind of 100 handle 
uh, it got its 52 week low yesterday uh, at 90, it closed at 95. So it traded between 95 and 103. Uh, they're not making money. I don't see a catalyst. So I think you go with yesterday's um, corn, UCL, wheat, PALL, and boil. I think those are ones that you can trade. If you wanted to play the uh, the Wall Street bets, kind of the retail trader trading, CEI and MULN, they were two of the highest on Fidelity um, volume traders, uh, most active yesterday. Uh, so at least you have some volume in those that are trading that you can trade around. Uh, if you wanted to play short, you can play the SQQQ, you can play the SARK. Um, there's a ton of short ETFs that you can play without shorting the actual market. Um, I don't short the market just because like the London traders are learning right now with nickel, you can go bankrupt with shorting. So I just, I, I took short off my, uh, off my table. I don't necessarily trade options. I'm going to try and start doing that, but I don't necessarily do that. Um, so if you want a, a short one, hit me up with what, what you think is going to go down, which market, and I'll find you an ETF that plays short on that one. But SQQQ is the, the, one of the top ones. It just tracks the triple Qs. And again, when I track the triple Qs on, on TrendSpider, there is nothing that tells me that this is good. Um, actually, you know what? Let me look at uh, what I'll do is I, I posted the, uh, the QQQ yesterday. What I'll do is I can quote, I can post the SQQQ because inversely, this one should be a, um, a pretty bullish chart. It looks like we're in yesterday at 47.53 on this one. Um, the MACD is crossing up. It's slightly overbought at 67, um, but you're trading above the 200 day on this one. Your nine day, again, trade the trend. Your 50 day, you just had a golden cross, it looks like on February 2nd, uh, where you were trading at 36 and you would have ridden this one all the way up to 49. Um, again, you closed it yesterday at 47. You're, uh, you're trading at 49 in pre-market. So I think that's your update. Sorry for the bad news. I still think there's ways to make money in this one. Um, you know, uh, CVX, Exxon, uh, Oxy, uh, Devon Energy just crossed above 60 again. I think you're going to 65 on that one. Um, but if you have any questions, hit me up on uh, Twitter. Let me know. Uh, I'll post maybe another Medium blog at some point too. I got invited to to post more charts on this uh, financial blog that they're including my Medium articles on. So if you have any questions, let me know. Uh, take care. Talk to you tomorrow.